What's up, Citywide? I'm your host, Philip Patrick, and each episode I'll bring you the latest news, initiatives, and stories from around the system of people who are living our values and spreading the ripple. Welcome to Ripple On! Welcome, my friends, to the third installment of Ripple On. Today's show is action-packed, so I'll get right into it with some April franchise anniversaries. First up, we have both Greater Philadelphia and Chicagoland celebrating one year. Next, we have Central Maryland celebrating 11 years. Finally, we have Charlotte celebrating 14 years. Congratulations to those locations and their employees. Citywide is blessed to have you as a part of our community. Now, as you know by now, the first portion of this show is dedicated to discussing our monthly strategic marketing theme. This month, we'll be talking about safety. I had a chance to sit down with someone who knows a thing or two about this theme. All right, joining me today on Ripple On is Mike Panther. Mike, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself for the folks out there that may not know you? Yeah, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to talk to everybody. It's Mike Panther. I'm one of the BPCs. I've been with Citywide for, well, it'll be five years in August, as a matter of fact. So we're coming up on a big anniversary. Okay, so Mike, as you know, we have a strategic marketing calendar, and our theme for January was solutions. In February, our theme was quality. For March, our theme was variable costs, and for April, our theme is safety. So Mike, what are some of the ways that Citywide and our independent contractor partners can help our clients be a little bit more safe? Yeah, it's a, it's a great subject. There's no question about it. And I thought long and hard about this. And one of the big areas of concentration for sales operations ICs in March is schools. And so how do we tie schools together with, with safety? So I went on Citywide U and I did a little search and I found the New Pig School Safety Guide. And This really is a very valuable tool in a couple of different ways. First of all, if you do an inspection in a school and use this guide, it will step-by-step walk you through all areas of the school and how to make it as safe as possible. But also, it's a great guide for ICs as well. So if you can give this to your ICs during the work that they do, it'll keep them top of mind focused on safety as well. So there's a couple of things in here that I really wanted to focus on. First of all, this can not only be used for schools, but it can also be used for hospitals, general office buildings, any kind of bigger setting where you're breaking down different areas of a building for their safety concerns. So the areas of concentration that the guide gives us are the entrance, the common areas, classrooms, hallways, auditoriums, and restrooms, and takes you through step-by-step what you should be focusing on for safety. Now, you guys all remember when we were going through the pandemic, 
there were a lot of different areas where we put up partitions, we put up signs. We did a lot of different things to schools to make them safe. Well, the pandemic is now two years old, and a lot of those things need to be refurbished. So it's a great way to add a little NJS opportunity and make sure that our customers, those schools in particular, know that we want to keep them safe through this time. So I think that's really great info. You know, it's the time of year where we're starting to see some of those bids come in for schools. And this is really should be top of mind for our sales teams out there. So yeah, no question. Really some great information there. Anything else you'd like to add or anything else? you'd No, like I to think the, the biggest thing is this guide doesn't have to be restricted to schools. So think of any big office complex or environment where you've got multiple sections of a building. You can use this guide to evaluate those different areas of, let's say, a hospital or another general office building with multiple areas of concentration. So don't get too focused on using this only for schools. Use this for other environments as well. And we'll go ahead and we'll put a link for that particular document uh, in the notes for today's show. Mike, I want to thank you for being on the show today. Anything else you uh, you want to say for our My listeners? My pleasure. Good to, good to talk to you all. Have a great and happy summer. Thanks, Mike. All right. Now, I do also want to call your attention to a few other resources provided by our marketing team that are in alignment with this month's theme. The first of which is the How Can We Help Influence campaign. This month's messaging deals with not only safety, but also floor care. You'll also see a few new blogs on GoCityWide.com, dealing with everything from steam cleaning, to tile cleaning, air purification, and carpet cleaning. Be sure to check those out. Hi, I am Brittany Wise corporate event specialist here at the home office. I've been here for right around six months. This convention was my big first project working here. Awesome, Brittany. Glad to have you on the show today. So tell me a little bit about convention. I know you mentioned this is your first project here at Citywide, Mm -hmm. but tell me about uh, some of the key takeaways that you had or some of the feedback that you've got. What did people enjoy? For the most part, People just enjoyed being together again because we did not have a convention in 2021. It was virtual, so there was not that opportunity to interact with the system. So people were really glad to be able to come and network and just be in a room full of people who support each other. I think that was the biggest takeaway is people really liked being around other professionals and like-minded people in the system. So also, you guys did some great things. So you raised some money for some good organizations. So talk to me a little bit about that. Yes. We partnered with the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation to raise money in support of Meredith Erickson's new grandbaby. He was diagnosed, I think, around two weeks old with this condition. It primarily attacks your lungs, your ability to breathe the airway in there, and she called Emma. We decided to make the foundation our benefiting charity this year. And we hosted an auction of different franchisee owners, 
they gave up their time or going to come to your location. Some of them offered vacation homes. People offered sales training. We had a lot of home office people offer up their expertise and time. We raised right around $200,000, which our goal was 50000 So that was a large jump, something we've never done before. And it's definitely set the bar really high for next year. Yeah, it sounds like you all crushed it. So talk to me about some of the development tracks that you had. Yeah, we had four different tracks. We had leadership, operations, sales, and support, which I believe we do most years. Leadership was a little different this year. With my invitation only, Emma and Troy really did a deep dive on these locations and their leadership team did some nine box, some planning strategy for their employees and how to better manage and have optimal success there. The other tracks were free flow style. They were 50 minutes long, so you could go and attend sales and then hop into operations, hop into support. Sales had a lot of good panels of professionals. I think we got the most positive feedback from the panel of the pros from the sales track. Everyone got to ask really insightful questions and they got really direct personalized answers. And I think when you can bring that into a general track where people can take things real time back to their business, that was really great. Of course, support and operations always have good topics to cover. They brought in Mr. Odo to talk about his price increases. I've heard a lot about that track. Um, Otherwise, just really good content for if it wasn't your sales manager or your general manager, at least the owner got to take back a lot of good notes. Sounds awesome. So now that we have this in kind of our rear view, of course, the the next thing is to start planning convention for next year. Mm -hmm. So what do you all have in store for us next year? Next year, we are going to beautiful, sunny Tampa. The Grand Hyatt is right on the water. We're really excited to plan there. It is March 3rd through the 8th. We will be doing a golf tournament before we kick off the three days, really, of main convention. Lots of networking time. People really liked the extra time we allotted to network. Um, And we're just really excited to go somewhere warm and sunny. Well, Brittany, I appreciate you stopping by. Congratulations on what sounds like an awesome event. Sounds like everything went well. Sounds like we're getting a ton of feedback from the system. So I appreciate you stopping by and I appreciate all you do. Thanks for your time. All right. Joining me once again is Nicole Hathaway. She is a product manager for CRM in our IT department. Nicole, thanks for dropping by again. Thanks for having me as always. What's going on this month, Nicole? Well, to start, I am happy to announce the release of our first issue of the Innovation Newsletter. Y'all should have received that yesterday. I also want to provide a quick reminder about the monthly accounting webinar on the third Thursday of each month. So make sure that you get your accounting team set up and registered for that call. And lastly, we are granting Illuminati access to other users. So if you need access, please have your franchisee submit a change user form on your behalf so you can get all the goodness of Illuminati. Awesome, Nicole. Thank you for stopping by. Thanks for having me.
Alrighty, my next guests on Ripple On join me from the City of Roses, and one of them has the distinction of being the youngest person to ever appear on a citywide podcast, Jennifer Addison. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourselves for our listeners who may not know you? Oh, sure. Thanks, Philip. I'm Jennifer Slansky, originally from Kansas City. Um, I worked at our home office um, in the early years for about seven and a half years, and now I am a franchise owner in the Portland, Oregon market. Also, like you said, City of Roses. Bridge City is another way we're known. So I've been with Citywide total almost 16 years. So Citywide Facility Solutions Portland will be, let's see, eight years young, I say, come this July. So we're excited to be celebrating another year. Hi, I'm Addison Slansky. I was originally born in Kansas City, Missouri, and I moved to Portland when I was around five years old and just starting kindergarten. So I'm now in seventh grade. All right. Awesome. Uh, Thank you both for being here. It really is an honor to have both of you on here. On this portion of my show, I like to share stories from around the system of people who I think are doing a good job of living our mission and spreading a ripple, creating positive impacts in others. So tell me, what does spreading the ripple mean to you personally? Yeah, for me, you know, coming from our home office and now um, having a location here in Portland, Oregon of our own, for me, spreading the ripple is pretty simple. It's just appreciate or show kindness to people and then let that cause that next person to do the same to somebody else. What about you, Addison? I think spreading the ripple means that if someone does something kind and nice for you, you take that happiness you gain from them and you spread it to others to make them happy, and then they can do the same ongoing. So I really love, first of all, our mission statement, and I love how different members of our community all ripple on in their own unique ways. What I found especially inspiring about your story is that you found a way to ripple on and positively impact the lives of others at a time that had a profound impact on your own lives, both personally and Jennifer, in your case, professionally. I want to commend you on your strength and your grace and still finding a place in your hearts to focus on the needs of others. So tell me, how did you come up with the idea of creating memorial scholarships in TJ's honor? Yeah, with TJ's passing this summer, we had you know, numerous citywide friends, family, and then other friends in Kansas City and across the United States reach out and say, we need to do something. We want to do something. We need to do something for TJ. I said, okay. I said, I'll get back to you. And I knew that the one person that would have an answer for me would be my seventh grader, our 13-year-old Addison. And I said, Addison, you know, During this time that we're sad, you know, your dad would want us to smile and hold our head high. But what would he want for people to remember about him? What would be important to your dad? And Addison, what did you very eloquently tell me about a scholarship? Why you thought about this? Well, when friends and family asked what they could do, my mom asked me. And I knew dad would want money to go to a senior in college who works really hard and who is a great athlete, just like he was. And I knew if my dad could have gotten this opportunity, he would have tried his hardest to get it. 
So I knew he would have loved if we would have done this. You know, TJ um, was a student athlete at the University of Nebraska where he played football. And he knew how tough it was to really balance and focus on being a student athlete, going through a tough practice every day, and also keeping your grades up. And he always said, he said, you know, I was fortunate. I had academic support because I was on scholarship. But not everybody has that. And not everybody wants to be a student athlete. Um, some people just want to focus on academics, which is very important, in which TJ focused on academics later in his life by earning some scholarships to study abroad. But he really believed in the power of an education. If you could, why was it important to offer kind of two different types of scholarships there? Um, well, what we ended up doing, thank you for the question. What we ended up doing is um, we needed to narrow our focus a little bit. And since TJ coached varsity football, he was an offensive line coach up at Liberty High School, we decided that we would give two scholarships a year for the next five years. And in order to do that, we had to kind of narrow down who were the folks that could apply for the scholarships. So although TJ had a love for traveling abroad and learning abroad, this was a way for us to give back. And he always believed the more you give, the more you get. And so knowing that these two graduating seniors that had played, you know, six years or more of football, knowing that they were probably disciplined and focused and wanted to go on to school, but maybe didn't have time to work to save for school because they were athletes. So it was important. I believe, because when you go on to the next step in college, you got to have a work ethic established. And we just believe these scholarships, it was $1,000 to each student, would enable them to put more focus on their studies and have to worry less about how to pay the rent and how to buy groceries. So um, I know TJ got to experience firsthand from being around other student athletes who maybe didn't have the upbringing he did, so he knew the struggles, even though he did have the support. So, yeah. As somebody that, you know, worked their way through college, I I definitely uh, can appreciate the, the struggle there. So great things you're doing. <laughs> so how are the scholarships going for you so far? Have you got some information on, you know, recipients or feedback that you've received so far? Yeah, well, Tyler and Logan are both seniors at Liberty High School in Liberty, Missouri. And during the fall football banquet, we presented these to each student athlete. And there was a small senior class this year, and we had eight students apply. And I narrowed it down to our top three. And then we decided to ask the head coach to ask his assistant coaches, which two kids display these values, we before me and always be grateful. And these are two citywide facility solutions, Portland values. After leaving Kansas City, TJ was a student athlete at Nebraska playing football. And yeah, he knew he was fortunate that he had academic support from being on scholarships. Yeah. yeah. So we're 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 excited. Um, both of these boys have selected majors. They've both written us and told us thank you and told us 
um, where they're going to be going to school. One of them even has an interest in sales because his grandpa was a business to business sales rep. And so he's excited to know that our company, a big portion of citywide has a sales component to it and that I was on that side of the business and worked for citywide in sales. So, so far, so good. They're very appreciative. Their parents came up and hugged us, Addison and I both, um, mm-hmm. after we presented them in person. And we were glad to really meet them and get to know them just a little bit more other than just the paper and the questions they answered for us. What a great experience to get to share in that excitement for somebody that's getting ready to go off to school and continue to ripple on in that way. That's awesome. One thing I do like to do on my show is I do like to um, have my guests kind of have a challenge for others out there because I think it is important that we talk about spreading a ripple. A lot of times we do things and, you know, maybe by sharing a little bit more information or, you know, challenging others, we can make that ripple spread even further. So That being said, anybody in mind that you would like to challenge to share their own stories? This could be another location, uh, another franchisee, maybe somebody in a similar role. Yeah, Addison and I have a lot of dear friendships, and TJ did as well at the home office in Lenexa, Kansas, and we spent 18 years of our life in Kansas City. So we'd love to challenge the great team in Kansas City. We'd love to challenge them to spread a ripple. They're um, much larger than our team here in Portland. Um, They could probably spread a wave. So we would challenge them because it's really home to us. Kansas City team, if you're listening, hopefully you are. We're throwing down the gauntlet here. We want to hear your stories of how you spread a ripple in our home territory. Thank you for that, Jennifer. Um, Anything else uh, you all would like to share with the citywide community today? Yeah, I just think it's really important to um, do a shout out to Jeff Odo and his parents, Mr. and Mrs. Odo, Frank and Beth. They made a difference in my life um, back in 06 when they brought me on board. And um, I'm originally from Kansas. And so growing up, I always say I was born and raised with Citywide. And so they instilled values in me, which we have here in Portland. We before me always be grateful when the day retention is everyone's job and growth mindset. They instilled all those in me. Sometimes I didn't know it, but they were. I feel like since I've left home office, I've been able to spread a ripple. TJ and I both starting the location here in 2014, we've been able to make a difference and change people's lives, Um, whether it's our team at the office or our partners out in the field. It really holds true. And we talk about the ripple and spreading it and the impact we have at every meeting that we have. We call out people who are spreading the ripple and we ask our teammates to share examples of, okay, this past month, Give us an example of how Ripple was spread. So that would be my challenge. Talk about your successes in spreading the Ripple just as much as you can. Take credit for it because we are really doing great things and making a difference. Jennifer, Addison, I I really want to thank you again for both of being on my show today. Really was great talking to both of you and getting to hear a little bit more about your story and uh, just hearing about how you continue to Ripple on. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. All right, everyone. That's a wrap for this episode. I hope you've enjoyed today's show and I'd love to hear your feedback. As always, if you have good news to share, please send it to me at cwpodcasts at gocitywide.com. 
Until next time, keep positively impacting those around you and ripple on, my friends. <laughs>